Welcome to the Bones Horror Podcast. This is episode 75. I am legend. Hello, guys. You are indeed. Hello. You are indeed. <laughs> no, I thought that was you like announcing yourself to the podcast. Like, I am legend. No, I am. <laughs> I am legend. Yeah, so we've got Larry legend. with us. Hello, hello. Larry, and we've got you in. Hello. Um, Jess isn't with us. She's uh, not very well. So uh, sending our love to her. Hopefully she's listening. Um, they're going out on live on YouTube again, so all good. Nice. What have we been up to? I went to that ninja place again today. How exciting was that? Luckily, I escaped after half hour. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, left them to it. Um, and I had kids football this morning and pretty much same old. Um, not watched too many films this week for some reason. I thought I had, but I couldn't see that. I'd, I normally put them on Twitter if I'm watching something. Um, yeah, I'd only put a couple of things on there, so yeah, might come to me in a minute. Um, what you been up to, Larry? Um, mainly writing the like opening part that's going to be shot in summer for this for the film that we're doing. Yeah. And film wise, I only watched one film uh, with Dad, which he hadn't seen before, which was Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Nice. Um, we watched that; it was really good. We did watch a bit of Space afterwards as well the uh because we kind of trailed on from that and it was like oh let's watch the earlier stuff which it just holds up it's still really good and then yeah other than that i just i just got a haircut that was nice yeah well oh well i I had one as well last week i think i had one as well were you wanting us to notice lawrence (laughs) it's just like yeah i'd notice But yeah, yeah that, that didn't, not too much, not too much though. That's enough about haircuts. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Ewan, have you had your haircut this week? Uh, not this week, no. <laughs> I did a few. I, I, I get my sister to do my haircuts nowadays because uh, I got to do it during lockdown and it's kind of, it just saves me 30 quid when she's around. So nice. she just does it. Yeah, she's, not, yeah. she's not a professional. She just... She yeah, just we, we could tell. But, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny, I'm sorry if you're listening. <laughs> um, oh, I was joking, Jenny. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a sort of it's been a weird one to be honest. Because I was um, on Sunday, right? Yeah. It was going to be the night of the Oscars, um, and I was I was feeling quite. This was the first year in a while that I gave it a miss. Uh, decided you didn't. You this... didn't travel this year. Obviously. No, I didn't travel this year. <laughs> travel um, to the Osc. <laughs> yeah, because usually, usually in previous years, I'm covering it for someone like Culture Whisper yeah. or whatever. But this year, not not doing it. Um, so I thought, oh, I just ha- I'll just have a sleep because I've got work in the morning anyway. Yeah, got up at like what eight o'clock in the morning. First thing I watch as soon like I I barely blinked my eyes open was Will Smith. <laughs> slapping Chris Rock at the Oscars. Yeah. Um, and that sort of set me in a sort of the whole week I've been sort of like 
so divided on how I should think about it because it's it yeah. is everywhere on Twitter, it's yeah. everywhere on Instagram, and so I'm just like, you know, machine gunned <laughs> into trying yeah. to sort of like look at this thing that's happened, like it's, <laughs> and then it's sort of, and then the whole thing has kind of evolved into a sort of <laughs> like a nine eleven conspiracy video where they just sort of analyze it from different yeah. angles and they've even like doctored the photos to make it look like that chris rock has a thing on his face i saw that like that was plan. so weird that was so <laughs> weird i i put it's... it on our group chat i was going well, that's <laughs> yeah yeah and so i mean you, you posted it in and it took me a while to like actually have a look at it and be like wait like is that what is this like, <laughs> like i was like is this what like has someone gone in on photoshop and be like yeah let's put a mask specifically yeah in chris rock's face <laughs> that's designed for a slap but then and yeah, nobody it's... noticed <laughs> no one um, was more the wiser yeah and you know i i i've only seen the footage twice like i've i've only brought myself to to watch it twice because it's just so I mean, loads of people have been saying things about it, like Chris Rock, like like saying saying he, like both parties were in the wrong, basically. So Will Smith for slapping him, uh, Chris Rock for insulting his wife, which goes into sort of uh, arguments between race and uh, disability because she has alopecia and that counts as disability. And I was just sort of just sat there and just sort of thinking, yeah, but. I, I I suppose all of those those things about that joke, which to be honest, I didn't really find that funny, but it was, it's it's that sort of thing. Okay, fine, but Will Smith did just slap him, <laughs> but in front of yeah. millions of people and viewers around the world, and I'm just like, it's just I just found it really embarrassing and childish, and I was just like, and then it's it, you know the footage of this is on every day, and I'm just like. This isn't. I feel like it's not as important as people are are sort of putting it out there to be. It's like something from like Keeping Up with the Kardashians, just on a yeah. <laughs> at the Oscars. You know, it's just sort yeah. of. I don't know. It's really weird. And it's created loads of polarizing viewpoints as well. And it's like, do you know, yeah, I, I get what you mean. It is everywhere. I just keep seeing it like videos on Instagram he's, of like memes. He's lucky, Ricky Gervais, yeah. one out there. <laughs> well, so, Gervais, Gervais did a fair few jokes about it on Twitter, and I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, yeah. But it's also like, I, I, I don't know. You sort of see people that I quite respect saying, "Yeah, Will Smith was totally in the right," and sort of like, and no. I'm just like, no. was he though? Like, like no. so many things I, yeah. saying, you know, it's, chat shit, yeah. get shit, and I'm just like, I, I don't know if that's yeah. how society works. <laughs> or, there are... or at least what, how we want it to work. You know? There are. It's it, for me. It's like one of those things where it's like, yeah, I get. Like, I get being frustrated from if it is all. Let's say it's all completely how it happened and all that, and I get that someone would be pissed off, but. There have been so if you watch the Oscars and just like you watched every Oscars after each other, there are jokes in there some years where it's like fucking hell, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, like absolutely. But as like we're teetering the line here. And you know, um, I think I think that um essentially the 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 problem is is that I fully get it that he like you know angry and whatever but i also think that you could tell immediately when he did a speech for winning the oscar you could tell yeah. he was like oh shit yeah like, yeah exactly i shouldn't have done that and you know you can just see and and 
what I don't know. I don't know. He's going to go down. This will be an infamous th- story where it'll go down as legend, which is fitting because <laughs> <laughs> I clap my hands to you. That's why we were going to go. We were going to watch a quiet place too. Mm. And then that came up, and I just I, I, I got to revisit some Will Smith films um, after watching that. And I'm Legend is a favourite of mine. Mm. Um, I've not. I don't think I feel like I've gone off Will Smith. I think he's made a no. mistake, and he's got some. Yeah. It's obviously to me seemed like it had been building up because he laughed initially. Yeah, it's I only feel when like... you look at her. So I think I, there's I... there's a lot more to it, and that was like that was it. I, I've, I need to make a stand now. People were taking the piss out of me. That's what it felt to me. That's what it felt like. And he did yeah. it in front of the whole world. Yeah, it was, it was sort of a thing where I, I, because I, people were saying, oh, he laughed immediately until he saw what Jada was doing. Mm. I, I, I wonder if <laughs> we're sort of getting into sort of gossipy territory here. So I apologize. Mm. But it's sort of, I, I feel like it was almost like he didn't process the joke and he was doing the sort of I, what I imagine a lot of people there were doing was doing the yeah. formulaic thing of just, yeah, of just the, laughing the laugh. along and just getting off. And so he was doing the prepared laugh and then he sort of, recognized what the what the joke was about and saw that Jada was rolling her eyes or whatever um but you know as you say i'm not gonna like cancel will smith um no. or anything you no. know it, it, he knows he made him an, an error and um and it, yeah it's, it was just a weird it was just weird like all week he, <laughs> it was just he, all... he just he needs one of those props from men in black that he uses when he's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. be world. like, look, look right here, just bump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, it, does, yeah. it doesn't put me off like Will Smith or like Will no. Smith films. You know, like for instance, when all that Kevin Spacey stuff, like that, for when I watch mm. a film with Kevin Spacey in, it's way more trickier than putting on I Am Legend and being, oh, like, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Will Smith. Especially if it's like, like Especially if it's like House of Cards or whatever, when you watch Kevin Spacey in that, where he's being deliberately deceptive, but also when he like he, I, I don't know what how we got into space, but when, when so like like a couple of Christmases ago, he like released these like really horrible yeah, weird video. YouTube videos of him as um, uh, is it Fr- Frank? Yeah, Frank, whatever his name is in House of Castle? Cards. Is it Frank Castle? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, and it was just so weird, and I, I'm not sure if I can go back to that series because of because of that no but you know other things like yeah it's weird so uh (laughs) so again welcome to the bones gossip (laughs) podcast (laughs) so i am legend let's let's we're losing this we we had viewers earlier we don't have any now so uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was gonna say (laughs) Um, jump straight on into like gossip media and then it's like (laughs) ah shit (laughs) bring it back bring it back Seven based loosely on the Richard Matheson book that I've read many times. Um, it was directed by Francis Lawrence, um, Constantine, I think. Um, Hunger Games, um, I think it's his first, it was his first film. I think he did loads of music videos, but this is his first, yeah. I, like, I don't know if he did Constantine before I Am Legend, um, but he did, yeah. I, I did see there was a lot of music videos. Seem to be in demand for that. Um, starred Will Smith uh, as Dr. Robert Neville. And I'll put Dash Miok, is it? Dash Miok as the Alpha Dark Seeker. I can't remember the program we used to see him in. Um, oh, it come to me in a minute. Um, anyway, 
Let's move on because I'll be in silence for a minute trying to think of this person. <laughs> um, but he's good. So, had a budget 150 million and a box office of 585 million dollars. So that is its success, isn't it? Really, pretty much. Mm. Yeah, I would say. Um, and a rotten smart score of what do you think? Hmm. What do you think, Dan? This is tricky. It's tricky. It is tricky. I want to say 60-something, and that's not because I think that people don't like it, but I think there's a lot of discussion to be had about some of the stuff that went in with the film and the direction they took. So I'm going to say I think it's at 60-something, maybe like high 60. Yeah. 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 Maybe early 70. But you just said, yeah, yeah, so I assume it's in the 60s. Right. Right. I'm not right anything about this film because I've watched it so many times I think I can just talk about it. I did watch the alternative version. The only the reason the, I watched that yeah the only reason I watched it again like, like that version is apparently there is an I am legend two coming out. So I don't I'm hoping it's yeah. not a prequel because that'd be weird because he's a lot older now, Will Smith. Um so I watched that one because he actually does stay alive at the end of the alternative version. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe they're thinking, well, if we do a second one, it'd be but also but also um sort of giving credence to the um the prequel idea, um Michael B. Jordan is also involved in the sequel, yeah. Yeah. who has you know played Apollo Creed or not Apollo Creed, Adonis Creed in the, yeah, the yeah. new Creed movies. So it could be that he plays yeah. a younger version of Will Smith, but although but that really wouldn't make sense anyway, because no but Unless I it goes think, at the yeah. point where it's like about to kick off, and that's where they. I I feel like what they'll do is because the alternative ending is like on not an official release on like when you're watching it on a your whole. At least I don't think it is. I well, feel like yeah. Well, it is sort of because I was looking. I, I watched it on Amazon Prime last and night. Do they have do they have that ending? They have both. They have they have yeah. I am Legend and I am Legend with alternative ending. <laughs> So they've released it in that way, which is quite interesting to me because they've clearly then, seen that. I think a lot of people prefer the alternative ending. Yeah, so I, they've released I, it currently. I mean, I'm going to go into obviously spoilers just for the other ending as well. Come on, full and spoilers. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think that they'll do a thing where it doesn't matter which yeah. ending you've watched. In a sense of, I think Will Smith will still be alive, and I think he'll still be in the city. And they'll do it that Michael B. Jordan is like a new, the main character. And they'll do a thing where it's like him searching through the city, empty cities. And then he'll come across Will Smith, who then, you know, they could even lead it on from how it does end in either ending, where they go to the colony place. And you can have Michael B. Jordan come from there and find Will yeah. Smith. I, I mean, in terms, yeah, I mean, in terms of like the story of this film, just in case people haven't come across it. Yeah, that's, so I yeah, haven't done yeah, my yeah. usual intro either. So yes, come on, you're in. <laughs> on so, uh, basically, uh, so this doctor who's introduced at the start of the film, uh, played by Emma Thompson in a sort of cameo appearance, says that she has the cure for cancer and she's going to start trials and she started trials for over 10,000 people. Um, and then it turns out this caused people either to die or to turn into uh, sort of very monstrous zombie-like. 
I mean, I, I sort of consider them vampires, but everyone's been calling them zombies. Um, <laughs> Dan says, nice haircut, Larry. Big improvement. Indeed. It Thank is. you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, it is. So now, now New York or Manhattan is empty of people, um, except for Will Smith, who plays, as you said, Dr. Robert Neville, who is trying to, is sort of like roaming around by himself um, with his dog, actually, Samantha, um, RIP. Uh, and, um, yeah. and he's trying to develop a vaccine uh, for the virus. Um, and, and it's sort of so the vampires zombies whatever you call, want to call them they come out at night so he does all his stuff during the day and then he goes back home and sort of waits out of the night and then waits till 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 dusk dark um, seekers th that's what we got to call them dark seekers yeah yeah um well the big premise as well with the film is that while everyone's trying to like evacuate he you know get tries to get his family out which doesn't let's just say doesn't go too well and it, you get like flashbacks of, you know, the early stages of it. But then how the film kind of presents itself is that similar to the novel and similar to the Omega Man. And then obviously Iron Legend is that he solely believes he's the last person on, on Earth, um, the last person alive. Um, and that he's hoping that there will be other people. But the way the film presents it, the story presents it, is that he's the last person uh, that isn't a dark seeker dark yeah. yeah yeah and 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 like my and going on to those dark seekers i think that in any version of the story it's really good but uh, i don't i don't like uh the cgi i i think Aww. it was my personal opinion is i think that they looked at the rating and i think that they went we want this to be more marketable for do you a mean wider audience the lines and stuff did you oh, I didn't oh really no like no that. no i sorry so i so i so what i mean is there are don't get me wrong there are certain shots that work really well there's specifically like when it's at night and they're all the dark seekers are trying to get into his you know his house his you know yeah. kind of his base that's done really well but there are other shots in the film where i just think why didn't they go for a human cast member with good prosthetic makeup and I feel that that's to do with marketing of we want this to be accessible for a younger audience so it will sell more, which I think it worked. But I, for me personally, what makes the like Omega Man scary is that it feels like people rather than CGI put in a computer and have them. Yeah, well, I think way. I think um, I mean, there, there's a lot of grounding to that because I think initially um, I was reading the sort of behind the scenes notes before and it was sort of saying that i think that was the initial plan and i think they'd even got gone into production where it was going to be just he heavy prosthetics and, and and makeup and whatever with that but then they decided i think quite late in the day that it was going to be um cgi, CGI. and it's and it's funny because i i because because you often wonder about these sorts of things about sort of hollywood movies that are heavily cgi like because this was made in 2007 you often wonder whether it's just um, because it's you know we've come a long way like as you do with every year technology improves but even even back in the day there were reviews saying that the cgi wasn't up to par um and that's what makes it slightly interesting about the ending and the alternative ending um i to be honest i'm, I'm not a big fan of either ending if i'm honest i, I know the, i think the alternate one is better but 
I think part of the reason that, again, this is, comes from some reviews, but part of the reason why they um, decided on, I, I think they decided on the first ending was because the CGI monsters, I'm, I'm not sure if they thought that they had too much sort of emotion like on in the computer, even though I, I kind of think they did, but I think there, was, there were a lot of people who just thought um, we're not going to buy that this is a sort of emotional community of of vampires because the um um the faces aren't as sort of like human enough to mm. to really pass that off um which is you know interesting um i, I like I, I like i like the original ending um i i i the original ending for me personally thematically with the whole story works better because the whole point is like he's trying to find uh a cure and in that original, you know, in the ending that let's just say like that we got, not the alternative, I still don't like it because it's very like it. I don't know. I feel like they could have been thought out more, but I do like it in thematically being that he finds the cure and it's like, right, go, you know, you take this cure and I'm going to give my life so the cure can continue. Whereas in the alternative, they just don't find a cure and he just. He just wakes the girl up and then it's like, oh, and we're leaving the town now and we're off to find somewhere. And it's left very like, who knows? And yeah. if there was a sequel back then, I'd be like, cool. But, but this is but, but this is an interesting point you raise about the cure and everything, because I think mm. part of the reason I don't like, I mean, especially that ending um, mm. is because. I feel like the whole film up to that point, I, I I feel like this would be one of my favorite films if it weren't for the ending. And I reckon, because yeah. it's interesting, before, because I, 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 the last time I watched this was years and years ago. And uh, before re-watching it, I was like, well, it's interesting that this film is is liked by a lot of people like like Kev obviously yeah, but, but it but it's not it's not talked about that much which i which i find quite interesting because i was i was watching it and i thought this is really good like for the first and it's only it's, it's only about an hour and a half this film yeah yeah strange for you know a hollywood blockbuster um situation but it's sort of um and I, I really love the scenes where he's just on his own, roaming around. And yeah. again, it's it's very it's it's almost like a silent movie because there's not the much music. dialogue. Other, the, yeah, the, the music's music really wild. good. So good. Um, and it's sort of it's kind of like almost uh, almost like an American remake of Twenty Eight Days Later. You know, just kind of that yeah. sort of walking around. Except Robert Neville actually knows what he's doing. Um, but it's sort of um, yeah, it's really haunting, and you're not quite sure what's going on. And it's like it's quite long before we get to the darkness. And obviously, the uh, the vampires are kind of left ambiguous for quite a while. It's only when Robert oh, Neville yes. goes like into yeah goes in the house and finds his yeah. dog. That you see them. Um, weirdly, with the version that I watched on Amazon Prime, mm. there, there was something wrong with the quality. I, I don't know if other people have, have found this, but it was like the the all the blacks were really really shiny, and I, I don't I don't know I don't know why that is, and it was hard it was hard to see at times. But it, mm. so that kind of removed a bit of the tension. But um, other than that, it was sort of. But what I but with all those scenes, it's all about his loneliness and how he's mm -hmm. trying to cope. Like, you know, the, the the best scenes of the film for me are those where he's just indulging the fantasies of of like the before times. Yeah. So when he goes into, you know, whatever the equivalent of blockbuster is there. Yeah. 
Um, and he goes, he goes in and he thinks about talking to the, to the mannequin who he quite fancies and then doesn't in the end. And then that's obviously called back to in, in quite a yeah. devastating way after yeah, yeah. he kills his dog. And he who says, gets oh, infected. I said to him, he gets infected. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Well, cause, cause yeah, just so again, really quickly, just for people who haven't seen it, um, they say quite specifically in flashbacks that it's, um, that like humans, dogs are okay with it being airborne but if they get bitten or saliva they can turn like animals can and then with humans it was spread through being airborne but unless you you know like robert neville's character will smith unless you're immune um which he says he says at the beginning like statistically he's like one of the only immune and it's like because of a certain cell type which i i like the concept and i like that concept about the animals because it gives you that horrible thing of oh the dog's okay unless it it gets in a scrap yeah. with some of these things and there's i'm probably going to go into this but there is obviously the horrific moment where they basically it's as you and said the 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 vampire creatures are kind of alluded to of you don't really know too much of like the state they're in now you know they're like hiding in the dark but they end up you know we we the most of the film obviously is through will smith's point of view and so we as the audience you hear certain things of talking to the mannequins or you know his day-to-day -day routine and there's certain scenes where they these vampires come into play and they use that information meaning that they are just consistently watching him all the time and knowing what he's doing and they end yeah. up using that to their advantage to set a trap for him and he sadly doesn't get to make it back in time before it comes to night and the dog yeah gets bitten yeah it's, <laughs> a, it's, it's also seen that sort of slightly confused me because the because it's basically it's the sort of zombie vampire dogs which they set on them um it's quite a well directed scene and well shot scene where the light sort of light between the buildings is fading away and it kind yeah. of it acts as a kind of threshold um to try and catch them um but it's, it's interesting to me that they didn't that that the vampires just released the dogs then instead of going after them themselves i i don't know if that's sort of semi-explained by like the different strands of the different variants of of the um i think of the I, virus um i think again again this is just my interpretation this could be completely wrong but i almost took it as in that in that scene it's almost like oh you've got your dog and it's almost like, well, we have ours, almost like a one-up of like, it's almost like a middle finger of like, oh, your dog's helped you through so many. It's like, well, we'll set ours on you. Um, yeah. But that, that's one thing about the whole film. There's my own, my biggest criticism with the film, because I do really enjoy it. And I think other than the CGI, which can be looked past, it's a really decent film. But one thing I wish they would have carried over from Omega Man and from the novel is how it's almost the new world order which i guess the alternative ending does try and do but not in a very grounded way but the idea being that robert neville and you know in the in the in the novel and in omega man he he's his struggle is oh i've got to save the world and the kind of realization is well we are watching this human but it's the new world order is that he's the outcast is that he's the one the vampires fear is that that you know and it's made very heavily in omega man in the novel that that the vampire people are terrified of him because he is almost like the one that they fear 
in the day, which is why they hide. And they don't get that across in this film. It is very much more along the lines of your standard, oh, it's a zombie sort of virus thing and don't go out at night and, you know. So I do like it, but I just wish they had carried those themes on where we could have seen that change. Yeah, but it's also, I mean, part of my criticism for the film is that I I feel like that ending kind of doesn't doesn't exactly fit with the... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Sort exactly. of the loneliness and the sense, the sense of hope that he has. I feel yeah. like it's kind of just saying it was just because I, I, I haven't read the book. Um, I know what happens in the end of the book, but I haven't yeah. seen Omega Man either. But it's sort of I feel like that the his attempts to find a cure was sort of secondary to, um, to just him being alone yeah. in this yeah. in this place. Um, and I feel like the ending, even though I kind of liked, I, I, I kind of liked that he's sort of saved by this mother and her child um, and they sort of interact with each other. And I really love those scenes where he's not sort of mentally equipped to talk to actual people. Um, And he sort of like goes into sort of rages and he can't sort of, I really love this. And I love this. I love the Shrek scene. I mean, it's just, again, it's it's a, it's a classic, you know, and it's just, (laughs) um, (laughs) just, just, I mean, Will Smith's performance is, is amazing in this film, but just the moment where just sort of completely dead face, he just goes, I love Shrek. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, I love Shrek. Shrek. <laughs> um, but, uh, but I feel, and I really like her, I really like her character as well, because she's like obviously staunchly religious and kind of saying, you know, God sent us here. It's a bit cheesy, but it's kind of like, I kind of like that dynamic of him as a, you know, as a scientist. A scientist yeah. And, versus... and a nihilist versus the religious aspect. Yeah. I, I really liked that kind of um division um because it's all because i i think you then get to a whole spot um of trying to set up an idea of that of you know her having a faith would sort of pass pass on to him in a kind of hope driven situation that kind of brings up it i I would expect bring up his hope but i feel like that that was shortchanged in the end where they kind of abandon that entirely and I, i feel like it's quite it's i feel like it's quite tropey to go for the whole um cure aspect i i I feel like i i i feel like at the end because i feel like this was made at a time it was made before things like game of thrones and walking dead which are sort of horrendously depressing at times um and those people get killed off whereas i i feel like i i feel like they didn't go that route because they wanted something more i guess optimistic in 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 a strange way even though in both you know and it's and i feel like <laughs> i feel like my idea of a perfect ending and critics should never do this because that doesn't sort of short changes like <laughs> that the, the work these people did and i a- appreciate that but it's sort of like i feel like i feel like it would have been better ending if the mother and son died or just suddenly got sort of eaten up and he he was left alone but he was left with the information that there's like a camp somewhere like you know yeah. in, in vermont or wherever and then he he'd like yeah, yeah. someone up the courage to go by himself in a sort of i i i feel like there are parts of this film which it was, it was weird it kind of reminded me of shawshank redemption where um where the whole film is sort of driven by the hope of getting out and and and, and stuff like that but it's interesting with the this may be a completely relevant point but um with shawshank redemption um the film as most people know ends on andy dufresne and red joining together in a hug at the end but where but in the original novella it didn't end like that it sort of ended 
like just before that and it sort of ended on a note of hoping for this rather than yeah. um ending like that so i think i i feel like if it were made today i i feel like it would end something more like that but as it was both both endings even though he dies in in the, in the other one it's very much an optimistic um ending and it's sort of um i don't know it kind of short changes all the th stuff that came before where it feels really empty and you don't know what's going on and it's oh, really yeah. depressing and especially with the flashbacks where his family essentially get blown up and it's just in a of... helicopter yeah yeah well i'm gonna disagree with you and say um i really like it to be honest no yeah. Yeah. And, and and that i i'd certainly the alternate version just that does give it some hope at the end and yeah it's it's great it's perfect um i don't know how many times i've watched this film now about 15 <laughs> times i was going to ask you have you seen the last man on earth i haven't I've seen uh, Mega Man so it's vincent price yeah. and it's again loosely based well I, I think it's more true to i am legend the book than this is definitely because he goes out have you read it larry well, I need. I have read. I have read the book that it's based on, but I'm getting really. Mi I'm getting mixed up with because I've seen the film Omega Man, which was yeah. the which was the seventies. Was yeah. it seventies? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm literally going to search. Last Man on Earth is nineteen sixty four, which I think was the first version of this. Now the zone, mm. the the vampires are very very slow, and he does go out. As to the book, there's a big kind of fire pit somewhere, and that's where he keeps dumping the bodies um, most nights. And then they come and just hassle him all night long. Do you know in in the book they're always talking to him? I don't know if you can yeah. remember that. There's one yeah, in that's particular what I mean, like... that's always talking to him. But that guy's in the movie. Um, I think it's pretty much you can watch it on the free channels. Um, any of those movie free channels, they always pop up. Um, it's quite worth a watch. It's black and white as well. Yeah, and the book was written in the fifties. I yeah, think be even before. Yeah, so because yeah, because I, th I think um, when George A. Romero made Night of the Living Dead, he was heavily inspired by um, I'm Legend in the, in that same way. And you can kind of see, and they, they, yeah. that's why I'm sort of I've like got that feeling. That movie's got that yeah. feeling as well. Yeah, and that's why because also the book the book in the book they're vampires, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're more. It's more heavily. Again, I can't remember specifically if they go. Oh, they're vampires, but they are very more. Like they have, like they can speak. They they're intelligent. Yeah, uh, they but they can't. They, yeah, they don't come out in the day. And if they, I think there's like, again, and remember in Omega Man that there is a point where they do try and like uh, attack Robert Neville. And then I remember, I can't remember her name, but the girl shows up in the car with the, uh, is it the Uzis? she just starts going <laughs> crazy and then goes like get in but that, that that's the thing like i don't know i just i going back to what i said about a sequel though i just don't want i don't know how that's gonna work and it's i'm just worried because they could make it a really good film that is kind of a not a direct sequel but is a spiritual successor of like oh we want to make i am legend again but we like our first film so we're gonna just but it's this idea of going oh will smith's back it's like I feel okay. I, I feel like the only way he could be back is because he obviously did loads of uh, the character filmed himself a lot. Yeah. Um, like giving logs and whatever of his like 
experiments trying to find a vaccine or something if they sort of did a thing where they like do that modern thing of de-aging will smith as if it was like and then do like i don't know a footage of himself so like michael um i was gonna say michael jordan yeah yeah, yeah. um he he sort of stumbles across this and sees that maybe that maybe that would work um but you can't you can't sort of get away with uh, we can't you can't really um that camp in vermont really fucks things i think (laughs) it just real well, unless you have the camp, unless you have the camp and you have Michael B. Jordan come from that camp and the camp is like you do it where it's years gone and it, there's only a handful of people left and supplies have run out and it's even worse, a worse world than it was. And you have it where Michael B. Jordan takes that role up and have it like with Will Smith, like you said, with the video logs and stuff. But I just like, well, I mean, I don't know if he'll be in it anymore. I wouldn't be surprised if the producers was like, well... Uh, this is a bit of a slap in the face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also uh, got confused. I also got confused because it's like, I mean, there are a few plot holes in in this film, which I was sort of like noted as as I was sort of watching. And the, I thought the main one, especially with the alternate ending, the alternate ending. Apparently, there's a bridge. There's a bridge that you can just you you can go. Oh, is, yeah. It's it's heavily implied yeah, at the, the start that all control. the bridges are out, <laughs> and the Manhattan yeah. is is like. It's separate thing, like a sort of um, escape from New York situation, where it's just like they've kept it there, Um, and it's sort of, I don't know if uh, it's the same with like how did the mother and child get there, and you sort of suspect it's a boat, but you kind of wonder why it would have been pretty out of the way, and it was just Mm. sort of I I don't know, it's weird. I think think that that film, I think this is my issue with it. That film was intended to be a standalone film. And I think it mm. works as a standalone film, depending on which ending you like. It doesn't really matter. But when you start going, oh, we're going to make a sequel, it really does matter. Yeah. <laughs> like those things matter. And I don't think, especially audiences nowadays, I don't think they'll just accept, like, oh, yeah, no, Will Smith, the, you know, he blew up in one of the endings, but he's fine. He's yeah. fine. <laughs> you know, they, I can imagine they'll do a thing if, if he is hiding out and they go with that ending. That he's like got a bit of scars over his face, and he's like, "I've been still living in this house for yeah. ten years." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had I held a grenade to my body, yeah. but you know that I, I'm fine, really. <laughs> it's like the, the butterfly. Didn't go me. off. Didn't go <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay, so no, we should move on because there's something else we got to talk about as well. Um, so if you were to rate this, what be thinking, Larry? I'd give it a solid seven because I do I do like it and I think I think the only thing for me that lets it down but that is something I can overlook uh, is the CGI. If I think that even with the endings and if it wasn't the deer. The witch- did you like the deer and the lions? The well the deer and the lions for me were like oh okay like you know they're set they're showing this and whatever but when your main feature of the film is these creatures which again when i was when i watched it young when i was younger i i actually thought oh these are like you know they're scary but when you watch it you know as you go on you look at it and go this would have been more terrifying if these were people you know if there's one thing i can give the walking dead is that when you know when they have those interactions and i know they're like slow shambling zombies but when it goes up close and you see them it's those prosthetics that you go god that's like 
oh, that's awful. Like, I'd hate to be in there. So I respect that at the time they made that decision. But if they, with the sequel, I just hope they don't go that route again. That's all. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. seven. Solid seven. Solid seven. Ewan? Yeah, I think it would be a seven for me as well. Um, because I was um, very emotionally invested in him. And I, I to be honest, I, I could have spent the whole film just watching he looked, him. He looked very muscly. Yeah, very muscly. Yeah, just him roaming around, getting supplies. I could easily watch that. But I think because of the, you know, it's a Hollywood budget. The producers want something, you know, to happen, yeah. so to speak. And, and and to be fair, nothing really does happen in terms of plot yeah. for a long, long time. And I I love that. And I, I think they should have stuck with that. And I think... I I think this may may have may have become a favorite film of mine if it weren't for the ending because I I just I, I again I just I just feel it's incongruous to the rest to the rest of the film. Um, it's very Hollywood, I, isn't it? It's like it feels it like a very, very Hollywood. quick Hollywood ending. Like oh, we got to yeah. wrap it up and it's got to have a bow on it. Yeah, and I I don't I don't like that aspect of it because um, I, I, I as I, as I said before I, I keep on wondering why people aren't don't talk about this film more and I I do think it's because of the ending because I feel like it's a bit sort of it kind of def, it deflates after so much brilliance beforehand but I was moved but I was moved when I was moved and I was I enjoyed it when I enjoyed it um so yeah seven for me so I I'd, I'd give it probably a nine it's, it's on my it's in my top ten, I think, of all time. Mm. To, to be honest, I, I, I watch it so many times. Um, yeah, I, I don't mind either ending. You know, the alternative one's better for me. It was just, just perfect, absolutely perfect. But now we've got to wait. See, Larry's disappeared now. Um, <laughs> we have an empty screen. But um, yes, I God knows how many times I've watched this. I reckon I must watch it every year. At least mm. once. Um, all my kids have seen it. You know, they all like it. It's mm. they make a great game. I think. Yeah, I, 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 I reckon it would. Yeah. yeah, just wandering around and then like you know avoiding things at night and mm. yeah, it's quite it's quite quite interesting. Um, yeah, I was going to say something. I can't remember what it was now. He's back in the room. <laughs> anyway, I'm glad we picked it. Mm. Um, really, I'm glad. So hopefully, it doesn't. I don't know if any of the Will Smith's career is going to nosedive now or, or not, really. Um, whether I, 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 the second one will be I, a success. I, I can't, I I can't see done. it nosediving. I think he'll be fine. I, I think he's done. Like, I know, again, I've seen, uh, without going into all of that, because it's really just whatever, but, like, I think he's done a smart move in going, okay, you know, he's done an apology, and he's also resigned from the Academy. Yeah. And I think like at the end of the day it should be a lesson to be learned of don't do that yeah just don't do it and and to be fair it's not it, it, i mean if we're going to go into sort of like um academy members who've done bad things yeah. it's kind yeah. of uh i mean will smith is very low down it's just that he did his the most publicly. Well, well, I was um, gonna, I was gonna say, sorry, just really quickly. Um, like one of the ones that I'm like that makes me laugh. That I'm like, I know people still talk about it, but what makes me laugh is that 
I don't know if it was last year or the year before, but there was everyone like forgets there was a year where just two people on stage just openly did not read the right film out because they wanted La La Land <laughs> yeah. to win, and the the producer had had to come up, look at the note, and actually go, no, Moonlight. Oh. And it just makes me laugh how that is almost like, oh, under the rug. But then yeah. so all I'm going to say is if we're going to hold one accountable, let's just let's hold them both at yeah. the same. Or let's just kind of go, let's move on from it and learn a lesson. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Although right. the memes are funny. The memes are funny. <laughs> the memes are funny, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's time of the week. So shall we move on to Dan's hot pick? I couldn't do right. it. I was trying. I was yeah, like, yeah, I was Damn, I'm in the I, middle. I, I, yeah. I You're in the middle. Hot, you couldn't no. do it. <laughs> so Dan's hot pick was uh, Wormwood, uh, Road of the Dead. So I, I had my Blu-ray sent to me. Um, yep. I watched this last night. With my 15-year-old son. And it is a 15, it says on there, which I can't quite believe it's a 15, in all honesty. Um, and I loved it. Yeah, it's great. I it's thought fantastic. it was so good. And there were some little things that happened in it. Um, it's Australian, and they are very... It is Australian, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. yeah. They were very funny, but... A couple of things I really liked. Obviously, it starts um, with the, the the head explosions straight away. I'm like, this has got me straight away. As soon as it opens up, bang, bang, there's heads going off. My son's like, this is all right, isn't it? <laughs> and so it's like, I, I, I was just so pleased. And then there was a little twist where, you know, they've run out of fuel. I don't know if I should spoil this. I'm going to spoil it because it mm. just made me laugh so much. It's a so great these, plot. <laughs> so these zombie things, right, have like a gas emitting from their mouth, which you can see all the time. So they basically, some of their cars have, um, the fuel they've got is not flammable anymore for some reason. I, can't, I don't know why. I, 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 think that, I think they say, don't they, that like fuel is essentially one of those items that if you can, if you have it, it's like a luxury at this point. And so yeah. the zombies, like you say, have this like weird gas emitting that can fuel yeah. cars and, and also So they light one of the one of their one of the breath, they light it, and there's a flame. And it's like, ah, oh, we can use this. So then they, they stick the zombies in the back of the car and put some kind of mask on them and uh extract the gases to run the vehicles. Which is amazing. Yeah. So they have one or two, and then they've, you know, and then they run out of one zombie, and they they pull over and um get another one and stick him in a mask. It's 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 amazing. It's so it's funny. Um, yeah. So Dan, you have to watch Wormwood with the kids. Honestly, Dan, they'd love it. So uh, I, my, uh, my eight year old hasn't watched it yet. I want to see the um, sequel. Like I've seen. It's out yet. No, this is the thing. So you can, I know on YouTube, they've released like some clips of it. Like, you know, I think they've released the opening like 10 minutes of the film, but I actually don't know if it's out. And if it is out, I don't think it's out at least in the UK yet, because I have been literally, I remember similar to your Blu-ray, I remember ordering it, seeing a trailer for it 
on uh, some channel, might have even been the sci-fi channel. And I remember thinking, this is this is great. Like this looks like a homage to zombie films, but knows what it is and wants to have fun with it. Watched it, thought it was great. Um, it's just, again, it knows what it is. I love how at the end there's just the sister, I think it's the sister, who has telekinesis, who can control the zombies. That's what um, I want to get to, how she ended up with that. Because they start injecting her, this like professor, or well, no, what is he, the mad scientist or whatever he is. Yeah. And he's dancing about, which is all quite funny. I, I like it all the way it's set up. And he's experimenting on her mm. um, and injects blood from the zombie. Well, they are zombies, aren't they? Into her. Mm. And she doesn't turn, does she? Um, no. But she does, she is able to communicate with them i think they're trying like mind think, control isn't it like... I, I always get from it again i'd have i like i'd have to triple check because it's one of those films that you just whack on you just go with the premise and it's just like great but i think that they're trying to do like experiments to either possibly make a cure or try to you know <laughs> she tried to um try to like you know make a the alpha and they end up making like the alpha zombie because she's like she's human but sh the zombies don't attack her but also she can control the zombies at, at, like yeah. her own person like her own personal army um because there's like two sides of the story you've got that side which is like this i, I want to say it's the sister but you've got the you've got the sister side of it where she's being experimented on trying to escape but then you've got like the brother who's trying to you know, round up everyone and rescue yeah. her from the bad guys. And it's just, it's its a fun, it knows exactly what it is. It's very it, fun. It just made me laugh all the way through and I loved it. And it was definitely going on. It's one of the best films I've seen in the last year. I, I, I think it's been out a while as well, isn't it? Um, yeah. And I'm amazed I hadn't picked up on it. Yes, Dan, she, she, she was amazingly hot, I have to say. Um, yeah, I'm looking at nine boners there, mate. So <laughs> see, it was, it was, it was good. <laughs> so basically, how hot was his sister? Let's have a poll. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. I'll see what you've done there. Right. So you in? I would watch it if you like. You, you yeah. should. I don't know where I'd, I'd never seen it. I'd, I'd not seen I saw it on a trailer. I saw on a tra I saw on a trailer on TV, and I remember thinking like I was this in cinema. And you know, like when trailers show films, but then they they don't go like oh buy your tickets. They just go available on DVD now. And it was one of those things where I was like, oh, this looks really good. It's zombies. Let's give it a go. And I'm looking forward to the sequel. I think it's Wormwood Road of. That's Wormwood Road of the Dead is the first one. Road of the Dead, yeah. And then the second one is like a apocalypse of something i don't know or it, sequel Something along those lines <laughs> they'll be running lorries and stuff off zombie i can imagine now that you should okay yeah. we should watch the 10 minute watch the opening 10 minutes on youtube oh the new film yeah yeah so they put like oh, their wow. channel their channel they were like oh here's the first 10 minutes have a watch and it yeah. looks like it goes more extreme than the first one. Oh, brilliant no, i definitely will do that um so again brilliant dan have a think about next week's Hot pick. Um, yeah, so again, let's move on to what we watched this week. What have you been watching? 
No, seriously, what have you been watching? Okay, shall I start? I'm quite excited, excited about this one. Go for it. Um, I decided, me and, me and the kids, I think it was Sunday night, quite night in, I banned all, you know, I banned their Xboxes from the internet that night. <laughs> um, so it was, we decided to hire a film. So we went with Ghostbusters Afterlife, mm. um, which was a first for us all. So we don't often, you know, rent films these days, go to the cinema, but... um. Yeah, uh, what did I think of it? I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. I liked, obviously, the old characters revisiting. I liked it that those women weren't in it. Um, I liked it. Um, we don't speak of the 2016 one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, <laughs> it was just a great. It was an enter. This is a kind of film when I was growing up that I, you know, you, you take the family to the cinema to see. Um, like I would Jurassic Park or do you know what I mean is mm. just a nice film you leave there there's nothing horrible really happens it's not it's a good movie I think it's not the best movie but it is a good movie it's solid solid enough it brings back a bit of everything the mm. kids are great in it you know it's I, I can't fault it my kids loved it you know they they stayed for the whole thing they weren't looking at their phones no what more do you want? And the other I, thing is, I, yeah. I bought this thing, which I don't know if you can see. It's oh, a, yeah, this is the death whistle, isn't it? So I bought this because oh, I watched God. this film and there was an Aztec. Can I do it in a minute? I'll, I'll do it a little yeah. bit further back, right? So this is called an Aztec. You're, it's death gonna be a curse, whistle. it's gonna be a curse yeah. on us all. No, you can't really sit, not like, yeah, yeah, that. it's like a skull, isn't so, it? So, so I'm gonna go back here. Right. Oh my god. Yeah, Br- brace your say. ears, listeners. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say me. <laughs> so and as, as I said on the chat, quite... that's 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 my internal that's... voice. <laughs> so that was from quite a I really like it. And this has been um, I think it's been digitally printed, you know, like one of those machines. Oh yeah, three three D printed sort of three D yeah. printer things. Um yeah, so when I want my kids to be quiet. Oh God! <laughs> this works an absolute treat. You know they—they—they're honestly, Dad, no, straight away. And, like, <laughs> and it's like, well, you got to be quiet then. Eat your dinner. Isn't that? <laughs> isn't that what they do with dogs? <laughs> Don't they yeah, it's worse than it. I, I, but it's so hor- it's such a horrible sound, and you can, you know, you can practice on it, make even worse sound. So, I really like the Ghostbusters film, and I like my Aztec <laughs> F whistle, whatever it's called. <laughs> Um, well, I was I was going to agree with you just really quickly on the Ghostbusters because mm. I sh- I watched it and then I showed uh, my dad it and he obviously he's not seen the 2016 one he just likes the original two Ghostbusters and I think he's he summed it up the best he was like it's one of those films that you can put on it's done very well it's enjoyable it's fun and it sets up for if they are going to do some more you can there's so much now that you can do and just make it their own. This one is the movie Connoisseurs. It's, yeah, so you and Larry are our movie oh. connoisseurs. So he's gonna you? pick. He's gonna have his own oh. pick. And this oh, one is okay. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> I, the thing is, is that I'm, 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 I'm very interested. I'm very interested in what's coming. It better not be Birdemic, right? Yeah, I was gonna say Birdemic Three. <laughs> oh God, yeah. That's due out. If that soon, ever gets, yeah, if that ever gets made, yeah. Um, 
You can go oh, yeah. to his site, by the way. Like the director has a site, and I think in uni we did this. We went to his site after watching Birdemic and uh left left a little message being like, Oh, can't wait for your next film. And he just never <laughs> yeah. responded. Oh yeah. uh, so so yeah. Dan is a busy Kokodar. And I, I've actually heard of that film. I think I think it it, it came out in the London Film Festival a few years ago. Is that Beatles song. I don't know. Sounds like Alba. Sounds like Alba. I think it's like oh. I think it's a serial killer. It's quite a surreal, surreal, surreal serial killer. Surreal serial killer. one. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's an animal involved. I think that's I got, what I remember from. I got to buy this. making me buy films. I'll read. I'll read the. Uh, I'll yeah, read what it says on the poster. It says. You know, it says the bastard offspring of the Groundhog Day and the Babadook. Sounds good to me. <laughs> I'm, 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 Is this I'm interested. Is this I don't Swedish? think so. I think it's somewhere in Asia, isn't it? Or am I? Is am I completely wrong? I might be completely wrong. It, the, be Korea, the, Korean the, post, the poster looks. Um, well, the poster that I've just seen looks kind of like. I want to say it reminds me a little bit of like the poster anyway. Reminds a bit of Midsummer. Uh, yeah. So I don't it's know. Swedish. If that... It's Swedish. Midsummer yeah. in Midsummer's Swedish, isn't it? Sweden. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, why it reminds me of Midsummer. Then mm. it has well, a very I'll kind buy of another film. Vibe. I think I own all of Dan's hot picks now. <laughs> have their own shelf. Yeah, I'm surprised. Do you do you not want? I can always let you in on uh, my Internet Plus subscription. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I. Uh, to be honest, I don't know if I agree with uh, Internet Plus people. Um, <laughs> Internet Plus people. <laughs> no, it says yeah. I, I. I. I am. I am of the same thought. When it's a film that I absolutely adore and love. Um, I hundred percent go. Yeah, I've buy, got a lot support. of films here. Oh yeah, well I was I was gonna say I, I would turn the camera. Or even buy yours, Larry, <laughs> when it comes out. I, I will. Well, I the, will <laughs> the collector's edition. That'll be one edition. of Dan's hot picks. <laughs> collector's edition. It has five alternative endings. <laughs> Which oh, one's no, the real one? No section oh, toilet. No. Oh no. Yeah. Again. Again. That's again. That's from from a comment that Dan's made. In case. In case people yeah. have just get got, got, people think Kev's got annoyed and there's, there's no sex. <laughs> Dan just said Swedish. No sex that, in outdoor bathrooms. Yeah. From so. dead. From dead snow. No sex in outdoor bathrooms. <laughs> yeah. Well, I look forward to watching that. I have to. Uh, hopefully, it's iTunes or I can get hold of it. Um, mm. The other thing I watched, and I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this, Larry. The visit. Oh, is that, the M9. Is that oh, I really M9 like Shyamalan. this, and I want to hear no negativity about it. <laughs> so, uh, I, I, I know I haven't seen it, but I know that so, doesn't so, like it. <laughs> I watched a visit, which is a story about um, as a I think she's a single mum. She's got two kids, and she doesn't really see her parents much anymore. Anyway, she decides to send her kids to. Uh, have a holiday with her parents, so it'd be their grandparents, and they're, uh, and it's a film about what goes on there. So her grandparents are a little odd, to say the least, and the kids, to be honest, are a little odd too. And they're filming everything, so I think everything is like that found footage type of mm. um, 
It's all filmed by the kids' cameras, isn't it? Are they got one each, or I, I can't remember. But it's anyway, so... primarily the young boy. I think. Yeah, and he... I, I, the, 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 the the sister does like get into it as the plot goes, but it's him who starts it. Like I want to kind of document the, all of this, and it has a lovely twist, doesn't it, Larry? I the thing is that yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> my. Uh, I, I own yeah. this film, by the way. So it's, it's, it's another one I own. And I'd heard... An, I've started listening to a podcast called... I think it's called Kingcast. And every episode, uh, it's quite often like a famous person or, or a director. Or, and they, they talk Stephen King kind of books and movies that have been made. Um, and it was the guy who was, he's in Weird Science, and um, he was in the latest Halloween movie. What was his name? Um, oh, he was in The Breakfast Club as well, all those those type of films. Um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he was mm. talking about this film in particular and how much he loved it, and I thought, well, I need to revisit it, and I still like it. It is very odd. Um but I know you don't like it, Larry. I just I get that feeling. What don't you like it, about it? Please, please tell me. Well, I'm not going to give the twist oh, away because no. Okay, haven't... okay. So okay, right. So without giving the twist away, uh, with the twist, I don't understand if you were those kids why you wouldn't just go, "Hey, oh, I'm out of here." And I also think that the younger boy is annoying to the point where you want to smash your head against the wall he's an amazing <laughs> rapper as well that's what i would have like and 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 <laughs> and so there's a young lad he's about 12 wasn't he 11 12 and he raps yeah. a lot and he's quite he's quite i get i i get his character what they're trying to do and in that sense it's fine but like there are two for me there are when it's a film like this realism would have been like imagine if so again when you take a premise like this like the visit and i don't want to spoil obviously with the spoiler but when you take a premise like this for me i would have loved it if it had been a bit more like the blair witch where it was taking itself very seriously and being like this is the premise and then with that twist you would have gone oh this is terrifying but it tries too hard to be a comedy and it doesn't shy away from it there are moments where there are scares where you're like i me personally i'm like i'm not scared at this because the character two seconds later has a camera on him doing a really horrendous rap being like oh i've got my shoes on and i'm gonna walk into the yeah, and you're just like exactly shut how he raps. up Actually, <laughs> you just, rap like, better than him then yeah. that was that was decent and, the, <laughs> i whack my shoes on <laughs> <laughs> but like again quality wise it's fine. The actors, I think, especially the uh, grandparents, they do a really, very good. really good job. But I just would have liked, don't get me wrong, I will take the visit any day over uh, M. Night Shyamalan's recent uh, old. Oh, that that's, next called? that's next week. That's next week. Didn't we, did we, cut? we did cover that on a podcast, though, we didn't we? We talked yeah. about it. You, yeah, you, we talked about it in we both, full. We've seen it, and, and yeah. I mean, um, I think it was the worst people, film I saw that year. <laughs> a lot of people like it, though. Yeah, I just, a lot of I, do. I, I feel like, I feel like M. Night, my only advice to him would be 
and again, I'm not in a position where my advice probably means shit, but <laughs> my own my only advice would be like when he made the sixth sense, that film is genuinely not only scary, but it has good acting, it has a good story, and it's very emotional when it wants to be, especially with its twist. If anyone hasn't seen it, won't spoil it. But I feel as though as time has gone on, he's moved more towards, oh, I want to make a horror, but I want to make it fun and entertaining and comedy. And it's like, fine. But then he still wants to be the director who goes, oh, but wait for my big twist. And it's like, well, you can't have both, sadly, because if I don't give a shit, I'm not going to give a shit about the I, twist. I always it's felt a bit empty when I went to see The Village and I saw that at the cinema, not knowing mm. anything about it other than... I don't know what I thought. The twist did get me though, mm. but the twist again, in the village, the twist in the village is good. Like it actually is good. <laughs> so you son of a bitch. <laughs> so Dan, so Dan has just said Larry doesn't look like a rapper. He has more K-pop written all over him. <laughs> hey, you know if I can take my song that I came up with two seconds ago of I put yeah. my shoes on. <laughs> Which is a great tune, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah. It was in, <laughs> it was inspired by the recent Oscars events. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah. Anyway, that, that that's pretty. I'm sure I've watched other stuff. I must have done, but um, yeah. So it was only those two things really that I I can remember. Uh, lots more to watch next week. So, Larry. What have uh, you watched? So yeah, what we watched. Um, me and my dad watched Scott Pilgrim because he hadn't seen yep. it, and he's a big fan of like you know. Well, well, we we both are of you know uh, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, Wild's End. Uh, so we watched Scott Pilgrim, and it was really good fun. Uh, it was a really like again, it'd been a while since I'd seen it, and just again looking at it, being like, this is a great film. Uh, and then we watched Spaced afterwards. We only watched like yeah. two episodes, uh, but. It, again, just Edgar Wright, I think it, it's interesting because I'd like to start from his early career and just go through and see how things have changed because it was a bit odd doing it backwards. Uh, What's his next film? Is he, has he got anything due out soon? Or? Well, he's just done Last Night in Soho, which I have didn't watch recently, but I got round to watching that and I thought the twist in that was very clever. I actually did okay. like... I liked how they, uh, I, I do agree, because I think me and Ewan spoke about this a while ago when it had come out, but I do agree that you can see the twist coming from like halfway mm. through the film, and I don't think it really shies away from it, but... No, um, it's enjoyable. I mean, I really Oh, like yes, the film. it, it um, is great, but you, I would say to anybody, if you're go because I went in going, I know there's a twist, so what's the twist? And mm. about halfway through, I was like, oh, I know this twist. I was like, it has to be this, because it's very set up this way um and then yeah the only other thing i watched was moon knight which is going to be interesting because i also saw your review on it and i yeah. was very surprised o only because i think um disney plus series wise i think this was a very good opening episode i don't think it's perfect and i do think that there's a lot that could be worked out um <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, Dan, 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 Dan's just put on our. You know, he's just commented that he watched a quiet place too because 
that is what we were supposed to do. Now, Dan, I was just reacting to current events when I <laughs> brought in <laughs> I Am Legend. Um, and I'm quite happy to do Quiet Place 2 next week. So, obviously, if, if well, you we want, guys, we can, yeah. you know what I mean? We can, we'll we can honour we'll honor, uh, we'll honor our promise. On, on, yeah, we're on our own. <laughs> because of current events and the way my brain thinks. Because I actually I wanted to do I Am Legend versus Spiral. I thought that would have been quite interesting to get the Chris Rock kind of horror movie. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Well, just, that's, yeah. That's, what I, that's what I wanted to do. And it's like... Because <laughs> so, it's very current, as you can imagine, um, at the moment. So... But we yeah. will definitely do a quiet place too if you're up for it, guys, next week. And then it'll be yeah. all the Larry's or Ewan's pick. Mm. Um, but where were we? Sorry. Oh, no. Um, well, I was just saying, like, Moon Knight, um, I thought it was a good first episode. Is it good? Because I, I, yeah. I, obviously, I've turned off my Disney at the moment because I was waiting for something half decent to come out. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't like all that Marvel stuff anymore. It's all well, so this shit, is, isn't it, most of it? So, well, like, this... it's. <laughs> you know I like DC, so like it's <laughs> no, it's, it's 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 like again. I I will agree. Like one thing I will agree with is <laughs> so, yeah. Oh Dan, so Dan, that current <laughs> events, a country gets invaded, and we're concentrating. <laughs> so I think you live quite close to Ukraine, Dan. Don't Never you? a true word. Well, well, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, closer, closer than the UK, maybe, yeah. but not, not you know. To, to me, that is that's more. <laughs> It's more current, Will Smith, because the Ukraine thing's just died off in it now, <laughs> <laughs> hasn't it? It's still, it's still, it's still going. Is this like COVID? Just went away. We don't, we don't talk about it anymore. <laughs> well, only because the Will Smith thing has taken up, you know, top of the mm. headlines on everything. <laughs> <laughs> so Will Smith's now more important than COVID and the Ukraine. So mm. amazing. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, no, oh, I, I would, I would recommend, I would recommend you give it a go because the one thing I would actually say for Moon Knight is, it doesn't care too much about making it be a Marvel show because that's one thing I will agree with you is that most of the Disney Plus shows, which I'm fine with, because I, I do enjoy Marvel, uh, but I do agree that it becomes sort of this kind of. Not in every episode, but most episodes are like, oh, have you seen this? Because here's a hint to this. Whereas I did like Moon Moon Knight because it kind of went, yeah, it's set in the Marvel Universe, but here's a completely, you know, you don't have to have watched anything else. Just jump in. And I, I thought it was really entertaining. I also will give it huge props because I do think they handled the mental health side very well what they could have done which i was really worried for i felt like whenever they did explore the mental health side that side then kicked into it being serious and they have fun with it but it all on there all uh, no well no sorry no yeah there's six episodes for this series and then straight after this one the next series that comes out is star wars um obi-wan and then well, after that it's miss oh, marvel oh. Miss Marvel. Yeah. What's that? It's a, uh, another character Mist. in the Marvel. Miss. Is it? Yeah. Is it Captain MS. Marvel's daughter? Or no, that? no, no. So she, in the comics, she's a huge fan of Captain Marvel. So that's why she kind of adopts her name after she gets her powers. But it's basically okay. a new hero who just looks up to Captain Marvel. I don't is know. What gonna, is it ever going to end? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course. But it's, it's, similar, it's similar to DC Who's and Marvel. Who's still alive? 
Who's still alive at the current Avengers? Oh, God. Well, Hawkeye. And Hawkeye, Do- Hawkeye, Doctor Strange, Thor. Banner, isn't he still around? Hulk. Hulk. There's so many. Uh, no, but the, the main Spider-Man, the main... Spider-Man no... is still floating Spider-Man around. Spider-Man's yeah, still about, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. About Samuel L. Jackson, is he still in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick Fury, wow. he's still in it. He's just they've they've made it that he's like not been in any of the recent stuff because the whole point is that everyone's asking where Fury is, but he's in. Yeah. I think they've hinted that he's in space or something. Okay, he's in space. Right. He's in space. The <laughs> <laughs> so Ewan now is gonna discuss more intellectual well uh, i might as well follow on from moon knight um i do want to hear because i I saw your review and i I thought i'll leave it to the podcast because i'd like to hear yeah so i will say i i i gave i i watched it and i saw it was on like letterboxd so i gave i gave it three stars in letterbox which is the equivalent to about six bonus um Mm. because it's decent decent. I, i didn't i didn't hate it which is probably part of the reason why I gave it three stars. Um, and I probably will continue with it, to be honest, because um, I am at least intrigued in where it will go. But my my problem is, is that I feel like, and this is actually rare for me to say, I feel mm-hmm. like it should have been longer as an episode um, mm-hmm. because I, I feel like it it jumps around so much. And because it's the, the premise is, is that this guy... Is basically a sort of um, schizophrenic uh, fella who can't really tell between dreams and reality, and so he often goes to sleep and he wakes up somewhere completely different, and he's fighting people. He doesn't know where he is, and he takes on an alter ego. And um, obviously, this is—I I mean, I've, I've read a—I read the sort of feature in Empire, so I, I kind of know the backstory of it. Um, but I was just watching it, and I was just like, there were moments I really liked. Like the moment when Oscar Isaac drives an ice cream van, or no, mm-hmm. oh, sorry, a, a, a muffin van um, with Wham going on in the background, it, it, it that's a great scene. I enjoy that, and that's what that's that's pretty much what I go to Marvel for. I, I think it's mainly because I sat down thinking, great, because I, I, contrary to Kev, I really do like the Marvel series, especially Hawkeye, because I just mm-hmm. I just like watching it. It's just enjoyable escapism situation. But with this first episode, at least. I just I just found it really exhausting to watch and I just I I I found I found I needed to and <laughs> this is typical of me but I had to watch a really sort of slow art house movie after it in order to sort of cuz I was just so sort of blah, 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 about like everything I've just seen and I feel like cuz it's only 42 minutes I think and I think they should have extended it to an hour just so we understand what's going on or, or or at least give it at a pace which is just um everything can be comprehended dan's just dan's just nice that was that was a story england promised to help sweden if the shit hits the fan i'm expecting you sad guys outside my door in full military gear that would really make me feel safe i'm glad because I'm, 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 I'm not. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. Jesus Christ! <laughs> We've got our own squad, the yeah. Bones Horror Squad. And just bo- <laughs> yeah, we're like the Inglorious Bastards. They just refer to us as the Bones Pod. <laughs> the yeah. Bone. Um, so yeah. <laughs> that, so with so <laughs> so, <laughs> so with uh, 
<laughs> so with uh, so with Moon Knight, I, I will I will continue on with it, but I I wasn't I don't know I I felt too confused and annoyed, and I'd watched it just sort of after I come off work, so I was just like, I I I'm too I'm tough that's too much for me. Um, uh, so with other things I've watched, I watched uh, um, I got the chance to to review it this week because it's coming out on digital and it's on movie now uh drive my car which won the best um international feature oscar um on sunday monday um <laughs> dan's just said kevin a gimp suit and larry with a new haircut uh, perfect. I, uh, I, uh, I got a question back but what's you and him <laughs> you can't you can't leave you can't leave the, uh, you can't leave the, the can't leave you and out oh jess gonna say let's go what well i'm gonna just leave that you just leave that you know yeah. leave that there. <laughs> um so, so drive my car uh, um is that a follow-on uh, from titan titan or anything drive it's my not, car. no 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 nothing no, not Nothing at all. To do I, with that. Released in the same year, but it's a Japanese film. Uh, it's three hours long. Um, it's but I no. I really I really really like this film uh, to the point where it was my favorite film of last year. Um, it's quite out there, and I think that's probably the reason because it was up for best picture. It was almost best picture. It didn't didn't get get it, but it was very sort of. It's a very it's very strange. It's very. Uh, but it's very sort of like slow and subtle as well. It's about a, a theater director who um, <clears throat> has lost his, has lost his wife and um, as in she's dead. Um, and, um, and he sets up this new production of uh, Chekhov's Aquamania and he, the, he get, he goes in order to go to production. He has an hour drive with, with a particular driver and it's about their relationship and how they get on with each other. And, it's very much about sort of grief and trauma and it, it is very long, but it's a very sort of but, but I like it though. <laughs> Cause I got movie for another week or two and I'm, I'm asking, but you tend to surprise me Kev with what, yeah, with what you like. You did, you did so... surprise, you did surprise me recently when we watched the lamb. I, I prepared, I prepared fully. I was like, I, I was like, okay, we're going to get on the podcast. I was like, and fair enough. And yeah, you really, you know, really liked it. So in my well, head, I, I was like, I said to my mum and dad because I got movie and they kind of share my account, my, my Apple account, mm -hmm. and I said, "Watch Lamb." I said, "It's really good." And that, my dad said, "Kev, you're fucking weird." <laughs> <laughs> but my dad's in his sixties now, and like, yeah. So I, I did because I, I really liked it. I thought it was very enjoyable, but obviously, my parents didn't get it. I, mean, I think yeah. well i think eight 84 films in general it's like you know i think i think it's one of those things where everybody in those type of films will have one that they naturally go this is like the one i like and then you know because they do such a wide variety of ah <laughs> uh, sometimes in life there are just moments that <laughs> there are so moments just come back there are moments that you can't you couldn't plan <laughs> that's that's beautiful thank you for that dan <laughs> oh that's beautiful oh, so you and is more, more of a runner sprinting, sprinting around, around with his mic sending hope to the troops <laughs> 
He's right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so right. So right. That's oh, so funny. I wish oh, Dan would come on God. here. One day, Dan, we've got to get you on. Oh, dear. Hilarious. So yeah, um, drive my car. <laughs> drive my car. Anything else? It's good for um yeah. So I've been sort of um intrigued by a lot of the Apple TV Plus stuff that's that's yeah. been coming out. Um and I watched um the first two episodes of uh, Severance, um okay. which uh is uh, it it it, it, see, it seems like a series that's like specially built for me in some ways. In that it's uh it's quite surreal. It's quite sort of it's set in a a really weird office. Um. And the premise is, is that these people who work in this office, it's kind of like a sci-fi dystopian concept where they um, uh, where they go in and they subscribe. They, they go in for this service in which they have a kind of brain surgery in order to um, basically make themselves forget their home lives. And when they go to, back home, they forget their work lives. So it's a kind of sort of almost amnesia sort of a situation. Um, and it's a very, it's very surreal. It's very weird. It, it's very kind of, um, it's kind of like, like Franz Kafka and that kind of like bureaucratic system where people, where like the sort of office workers are like smiling and they're doing their work and they're like seeming like they really enjoy it. But actually like on the inside, it's like, it's almost like they're trying the people the bosses are trying to remove their individuality in order to make them work but you're not entirely sure what the work is um it's weird because i i i feel <laughs> lawrence has had this problem before with his film the lock but i i i wrote a short film which has a very similar premise about that sort of like a horror film set in a set in an office block um but obviously they do it better but it's that thing was i just feel like i just know i feel like yeah 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 yeah, but if I feel like a really personal connection to this because it's like I, I feel like there is that there are certain things, especially with me, where which I find really scary, but a lot of other people don't. And I get really scared by like things that are perfectly symmetrical or geometric. I mean, it's part of why I found Midsummer so scary was because there's a sort of there are geometric buildings and it's weird and you don't quite know what's going on and people are smiling and they seem to know what's going on, but you don't. And you're sort of put into this anxious situation where you're just not entirely sure what's going on. And I feel like severance does that really well. It stars um, Adam Scott, who was um, the guy in parks and recreation um, perfectly cast. Cause in parks and recreation, he plays a sort of like very meticulous and nerdy accountant. And I feel like he's in a very similar position here um he's in also he's in Krampus, he? yeah, he's yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah 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 he's yeah. brilliant yeah um also stars uh john totoro um oh uh, it's a barton fink and um other things as well as christopher walken he's just turned up um and uh what's her name uh, uh patricia arquette who um i mean in boyhood and also in the david lynch film lost highway which is probably why she was cast um she plays like the sort of ultimate boss and she's kind of like again very mysterious but i i recommend it it's it's, it's a scary I, I find it very scary I, I don't know if everyone else would but i i found it particularly scary um also on apple there was slow horses which is a new sort of mi5 drama starring gary oldman um gary oldman plays a sort of a really shit agent or boss of of a sort of basically it's like that it's sort of set around this place where 
sort of demoted MI5, MI5 agents go if they've done something wrong or bad uh, they, they're sent to this place called Slough House and they're and you get these like pr pretty much mostly useless people and Gary Oldman um, with, like he plays this he just, he's like overweight he farts all the time and he's just a generally horrible person to like everyone around but he does it in such a funny way because it's Gary Oldman and the script is done very well um, and it's, it's great when there are there, there are moments when there's like a possibility of like something happening and they do something important but obviously most of the important stuff goes to the people on the higher up and every time that happens i go no we just need to do nothing lads just need mm. to do nothing we're not involved in this but obviously to make the premise work they, they eventually get get them involved but but yeah only two episodes are available right now um i think six or seven episodes um but it's really really good i i i enjoyed it they're sort of going into sort of like far right plot line where far right have captured a um uh, uh i think it's a, a pakistani 2020 something on the assumption that he's a muslim and so they're gonna like broadcast his death to, to like britain it's quite sort of like high octane stuff but i i just like that that high octane stuff is kind of in contrast to the sort of apathy in this particular department and i and i think there's a certain sort of britishness about it like everyone's bored everyone doesn't like it um <laughs> dan just commented again i've never seen anyone with a bbc mic like that i deeply respect him using that thing thanks dan it's mainly because my mic stand doesn't really work um so i've had to sort of it works well though it works well you might I'd, my arm would be aching by the, by the end of it though Wow, Hold, holding that practice. and uh, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, oh, and also, dear. also last year I watched. Um, uh, there's a new, well, new for the UK. There's a series uh, called Hacks, um, which came out in the US pretty much a year ago, and it won Emmys and stuff. And everyone was wondering when it will come over here, but it's finally come to Amazon Prime. It's a sort of comedy drama um, starring Gene Smart, um, who plays a sort of uh, an old comedian or an old has-been comedian who does shows in Vegas. Um, and the guy in charge of the venue was sort of saying, you've got to sort of spruce up your material or make it current. And so they sort of hire a 25-year-old um, comedy writer to sort of spruce up her material. And it's about it's about their relationship. Um, I've watched the first two episodes. I think it's quite, it's, it's quite good. I, I think I need to get more into it. But it's a sort of, I really like their dynamic of just like, it's sort of like, the, the difference in their generations I, I think the contrast between that is is where the humor comes in and um and i i i, I yeah i really especially especially the 25 year old i think she's really really good in that she's kind of um her her story was that she was like cancelled by hollywood because of a joke she made on twitter and so this is like a, a, Ooh, a sort of a oh, last okay. resort yeah in which she has to um try and um try and find work basically was is work but there but i just i just yeah i really love the relationship i dan just said you and 10 percent, you need to stop the madness uh dan is no, referring no. to a new amazon prime <laughs> series that's coming out at the end of the end of the month um which is based on call my agent uh the french series on netflix um i think it looks very good dan to be honest um but i but you know i'm i'm, I'm perfectly exactly to be wrong um and it's yeah french. that's about it yeah, yeah the call my agent's french yeah that's about it for me and that's about what it's about uh agents um of uh big movie actors oh, okay. basically um so they're oh. doing yeah oh no i was gonna say uh, this this kind of 
changes a bit of the subject, but another one I remembered, I did watch Fresh after you recommended Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, what, I, uh, what do you think? I, I, <laughs> just a gift there. Yep. Oh, no, no. <laughs> um, I, 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 I really enjoyed it. I actually thought, I, I think as well, Sebastian Stan is proving himself to be like, mm. I understand he's doing a lot of stuff with like Disney, but mm. it, I think he's a very good actor. And I think yeah, he's, very good. He, he's kind of, for me, he kind of reminds me of like how I view Chris Evans in that Chris Evans is obviously known in the Marvel universe, but he has like Sebastian Stan has that similar quality where you know, watching him in fresh, I was like, "Oh, you can play a very creepy bastard." You, you know, you mm. can play a very kind of that sort of role. And then Pam, Pam and Tom, I was like, "Oh, mm. you can play also that yeah. kind of historical sort of like, oh, let's just yeah. Gotham and Geek. yeah, <laughs> just lots of gifts. We're just seeing lots of gifts <laughs> for any audio listeners. It's just Garth, Garth Marenghi, yeah. I was, you know. It was your your favorite. It was great. I I yeah. love it. I there's so I could talk about that for so long. I love it. I love it so much. And so, yet, like anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it's like literally I could talk about it so much. Nice. Anyway, let's. <laughs> so <laughs> so next week, you right me cutting you off there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't know who you got. We're, yeah, we're an, hour, an, hour, 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 yeah. An, hour, hour and a half. Yeah, hour and a half, which is great because we've got a lot to say. This is this is perfect. Poor old Dan, he'd be going to bed in a minute, wouldn't he? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Is it just permanent night at the moment in Sweden? Do they get permanent <laughs> night? Just this never daylight. It's just permanent <laughs> like, that, night. Like, that, like that film we watched. Yeah. Thirty days a I, night. I think Sweden is slightly more south of the. Uh, yeah. They are. I don't, I'm not sure. Three hundred and sixty-five sure. days of night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Next week we'll be back with our episode seventy-six. Um, Quiet place too, which we will do unless Will Smith decides to slap someone else, and we find another <laughs> Will Smith film to review, or you know whoever. Um. Yeah, so I'm quite looking forward to that. If he slaps someone else, he might well do that. He might be on a kind of it's just you know, they say things go in freeze, don't they? You know, know what I mean? So, a slap rampage, yeah. So, he just goes around (laughs) smashing people, slapping them about. Um, so if you want to follow us on Facebook, don't. If on Twitter it's the Bones Horror Pod, you can email us at boneshorrorpod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram, which Jess sometimes does if she's not ill. Um, so you can that's Bones Horror Pod as well. Um, our Dan's hot pick is Kokadi Kokada um, next week. So yeah, look looking forward to it. So let me just get myself ready. So we'll see you next week then with episode 76. Goodbye.
You're ignorant.